What's up, everybody? I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams. And this is Snacks, where we talk about some personal stuff, some soccer stuff, some real stuff, and some fun stuff. All the stuffs. So, Sam, what's new since last last podcast? Since last melon. <laughs> Honestly, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing except for you and me, kind of. The courage. Made the playoffs. Woo-woo! Go Courage! Go Courage! Yeah, we squeaked right in. Oh, that's that's soccer stuff, though. Sorry, I just skipped a whole section. It's okay. We can talk about it. We're going to just reverse this, and we're going to talk about some soccer stuff first, and then we're going to talk about some personal stuff, I guess. Okay, everybody better be on their toes today, because we are doing (laughs) things crazy. Um, Yeah, we made the playoffs. Um, Bless the Washington spirit. Um... It was an exciting time. I wish you were there to be in the airport with us to experience that emotion of uh, when Trinity scored the goal, everybody was cheering in the airport. I thought we were going to get kicked out. (laughs) Um, And then we kind of delayed the plane because we just refused to stop watching the game. So I'm sorry to all the people that had to wait for us to finish the game off. And then we cheered again when we found out we were in it. Well, I was watching all those videos, and I was equally cheering and equally, well, equally, I hope, excited, and it's awesome. I'm really proud of the team, and I am there in spirit, and I will be there in spirit for the rest of the journey. Exactly, but not with the spirit, with the courage. With the courage. Always Correct. the courage. Always. Exactly. It's in your blood. Yeah, so you Coursing are going- through your veins. Co- yeah, yeah. Tattooed <laughs> on my skin. Keep going. Yeah. Um, burned into your flesh. My next thing was going to be braided into my hair, but that is not nearly as permanent as the rest of the things we are saying. Dreaded. That's also not permanent, but into your hair. Um, embedded in my inner organs. Do people even are people even following what we're where we're going with this? Weird? Whoa, LASIK surgery onto your eyes, <laughs> implanted okay. into my body. We're gonna stop there. Things are getting weird. Um, anyway, um, so with playoffs, I feel like we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna jump and pretend like none of that ever happened. Yeah. Um, with playoffs, um, you know this, like, it's so exciting to be in it, but it's also, like, your life uh, outside is you're, leave, you're living week to week, and you're just like, what do I do with my stuff? I don't know yeah. what day I'm, I have to move out, because how far are we going to make it? And and all, there's a whole bunch of different things. Then you start living, like, your fridge, your the food in your fridge, you're, like, living day to day. Yeah. And I just remember, like, year after year, we'd pack it all up at some point during this week or next week, and we'd just be like, yeah. if we win, great. we got a suitcase. We're going to go back to the store and get five more meals. We're just going to live it week to week, and then you just make yeah. it work. I know. It's, like, it week it's to week. actually kind of crazy if you think about it, like, how, how we do that. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But we're amazing. It's it has worked out well for the courage in the past, and hopefully it works out again. Hopefully it works out again. Um, okay, so let's go back to personal stuff. Um, we were on the Cooligans. We were on the Cooligans podcast. It aired this past Thursday on Fubo Sports. So I hope some people watched. Listen, we had actually the best time ever. I'm becoming just like a huge pod head. <laughs> I'm a shrimp head, you're a pod head, and I yeah. think on the Cooligans, I called you a pizza head, so oh, we got I lots am, of heads. I am also a pizza head. I, I think I'm just, you know, really becoming embedded in this podcast culture, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just love, live, laugh podcasts. Um, so what are the, some of the, the podcasts you're listening to right now? Well, today I listened to this one that Pat sent me. It's called How to Build a Happy Life. And it was they interviewed um, that guy, Dan Harris, who does like the 10% happier stuff. He, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were familiar, but it's just about 
kind of like the science behind meditation and how mindfulness can like really improve your life. Um, so that was an interesting one. I listened to a, uh, a murdery one called over my dead body where they talked about, um, I don't know, a murder and like who did it. It was like actually pretty interesting. And then I've been, I've been listening to armchair expert a lot with Dak Shepard and, um, his partner, her name is Monica, I think. Oh, it's bad that I forget. Um, but that one's awesome. They interview like really famous, interesting, cool people. Um, Mm. and they just like, kind of like talk about whatever. It's like actually an interesting one. It's, um, given me some ideas for our own, you know, Execution. Expertise. Expertise. Our own flair. I don't know. It's a good... That's a good podcast, too. This is getting weird. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, That's amazing. And then you recently went on another podcast yourself. I know. We are potters. Just like I said, we're potheads. We are potheads. We should take a poll from Just Women Sports. If people listen to the podcast sped up, like, do you ever listen to a podcast at, like, one and a half so you can, like, get through more? And you're just, like, content, 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 hunger for content, more, more, more. Do you ever do that? No. I do that sometimes because sometimes I'm just, like, gotta listen to three. Hey, so I speed them so up. But so because I've also been present for this podcast every week, like, but I have to listen to it back and just make sure I don't sound like an idiot. Sometimes I listen to it at like one and a half times and my, I've already talked about this, but it's like so embarrassing when I do that because my voice and my laugh is just like so horrifying. I think, I think it's not, but because it's your own voice, I do the same thing. That's like what I hate, like listening to interviews that I've done. I'm like, I can't, I can't hear myself anymore. I know. Well, okay. Speaking of interviews you've done, tell us about the podcast you went on. With Meg? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. We talked about the NWSL schedule and the Challenge Cup. Um, and it was just really interesting. I was on it with Rachel Daly and Alex Morgan. And um, we were just talking about the schedule and how like the NWSL to, continues to play through FIFA windows and how hard it is for internationals to feel sometimes a part of the NWSL as well as part of the national team and being pulled in two different directions. And um, sometimes like the club team, you get this bad rep of like, you don't want to be here. You are always with your national team in reality. Like you do, it's just so hard because you like, they continue to play and you're like, what? And you're just pulled all over the place. Have you felt that way ever? Yeah, I have. I mean, I think it's, it's hard to do both when they conflict. Obviously, you can't be there 100% of the time for your club team, even though in the rest of the world, it's like the schedules are just made in a way that um, clubs and the leagues respect the FIFA window so that international players aren't missing mm-hmm. 25% of the games in a season. Um, and I think that that's, it, that's just like how it works everywhere else. And I think it would be great if the NWSL could focus on that when they're making the schedule for next year, just considering that there's such a big uh, FIFA window in the summer for all of the international qualifying tournaments, the Euros, it affects so many players and it also affects every team a lot. So doing the challenge cup during that window, I feel like makes so much sense Um, Mm -hmm. instead of having a break or, or just continuing with games. I think it makes sense to put a different kind of competition in that big window and to kind of get used to doing that, in the summers when there are these big tournaments. Yeah, I also think that, you know, I've been on both sides. I've been where I just played in the Andy Bissell and not with um, the national team and then having to do both. And I also think it's not fair to the players when all the the internationals leave because some teams have more internationals. Then you're um, trying to figure out uh, formations and player personnel while your players are away. And then you always hear coaches say, um, you'll get your shot when when the national team players go away. And I feel like they say that trying to make it a positive, but in reality it's kind of a negative because you're like, oh, you only value me when they're gone. Mm. Um, so it's it's a very interesting dynamic that is so unique to the NWSL and not unique in a good way. Just it's, it's crazy. And I think that I agree with you. I think that um, if we put the Challenge Cup 
running alongside major world tournaments than players that maybe didn't get as much minutes get the minutes and and then we're all on the same schedule. You don't have to worry about your teams and like points. You can focus mm. on your tournaments. Um, you can make it this big, um, this big tournament where like maybe other teams from overseas that didn't get to go to their world tournaments get to come and play yeah. as well. And you can make this big, huge thing. And then after everybody gets a break, um, what if it's a week, two weeks, whatever it is. And so you're just like all on the same schedule because right now, um, I noticed this year like national team players don't get a break you just mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody's like oh i got this three-week break and you're like yeah well i went into camp and i'm i'm so like happy to go to camp but like i would like a day off yeah <laughs> <laughs> my leg would like like a day off i know i know i think it's a uh, an interesting situation that could definitely be improved um if people want to listen to that the one that you did what is that podcast called again with meg full time Okay, great. Well, so if you want to listen to it at full time, full time with Meg Linehan. While we're on the subject of other podcasts, let's just give a little shout out to our good friend Kelly O'Hara and her Just Women Sports podcast where she interviews the best female athletes from all different sports. So if y'all have not listened to that yet, head on over there to wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> it, lots, of, lots of weird things happening today. Yeah, I, have, I, was, I was on that podcast if anybody wants I, to go listen to that. I want to go listen to it. Maybe you'll learn something about me. Maybe I you wonder, won't. I wonder if I will. Probably not. Um, I would quickly like to share a little tidbit about Finn. Um, <laughs> Finn has been refusing to go on walks lately. And then so he gets, like him. And then he gets all rambunctious and all crazy for the rest of the day. And we're kind of like... like you so, gotta stop this. He either will sit at the top of the stairs and refuse to come down and we're just like, okay. And then even if we go up and grab him and force him outside on the leash, he sits down outside and doesn't want to walk and drag. If we get a hundred yards away from the house, drags us back is pulling to go home. I don't really know what the deal is. If anybody has any dog, is it cold? I mean, not that cold. Does he got a tummy ache? I don't know. I don't think so. He's eating like have, a Have you ravenous. checked his paws? What, do you think his paws are injured? I don't know. Is he running? <laughs> Those are his paws. Is he fine in the house? Yeah, he's as rambunctious as ever. Barking, running around, sprinting around, licking, jumping, wiping his butt on the carpet. Ew. Every, every, every which way. Maybe you have to do a line of treats out the door. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that situation is about, but we're gonna work on it. You learn something it's new every so day. So interesting, these crazy wild animals. Speaking of wild animals, <laughs> no, I'm just joking around. Earlier though, we did have a chance to chat with Abby Dahlkemper. We talked about how Abby and I were beer pong champs during our UCLA days. How our dogs peed in Lynn's bed, and what Abby does to keep her mental health strong. So, listen up, and here it is. Okay, now it is the moment we've all been waiting for. This week's guest of the Houston Dash and the U.S. Women's Whoa. National Team. Please welcome Abby Dahlkemper. Also known as Abby. Scrappy Dabby Doo. Welcome to the Thanks show, Thanks for having Scraps. me. I feel like I peer pressured you guys into having me on. Oh my God. No, you've been yeah. on that list the whole time. And it just so happens that we made this work in a quick turnaround. No, that's a lie. She held us down and threatened us. <laughs> um, yeah. Quick turnaround girls. We were just yeah. two days ago. I know. And then look <laughs> at us scheduling with the best of them. Scheduling snacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So Scrabby Dabby Doo Scrabbers, Scrabber Gale, Gale, Galington, Galington. Um, how did you get the nickname Scrabbers? And do you love it? Do you hate it? If you hate it, it's too late. I know. Well, I was just going to comment saying that I hated it at first, but I feel like I've just like turned the corner and I've 
turned a new corner turned yeah new corner. same same yeah. things all the corners have been turned <laughs> sam is like secretly quietly gonna kill me because i get all the quotes wrong <laughs> oh no i wasn't i wasn't gonna kill you at all i was gonna tell about how scrabbers originally was a family nickname and it was just your mom that would call you scrabbers and then i overheard it and i started calling you scrabbers and you'd go like this better stop that right now <laughs> stop it don't sim don't stop and then rose overheard it and then it was just from there it was just oh yeah, yeah. it's no, just too good i i know i i don't even know i think i mean obviously probably from scooby-doo like when back when my brother and i would like watch cartoons and then i think my parents were just like Cause there's scrappy do and the thing and then scrabby do, um, and then scrabbers. Um, yeah, but Sam nailed the story because I'm bad at stories, but I think literally it was from scrappy do. It seems like there's a theme where like, if the friend group catches on that, you don't like a nickname, then it will stick. So like, if you don't like it, pretend like you like it and it wouldn't stick, but it's too late now. Yeah. I know if I could have gone back, I obviously would have handled it like differently and would have been like, <laughs> oh yeah, scrap, you do. <laughs> you like get, make yourself a t-shirt that says scrappers <laughs> on it. And everybody's like, okay, we're not actually calling you that. Yeah, they're like, okay. You weirdo. Sure. Yeah. Um, that, um, just re- that just reminded me when you said Sam's going to get mad at me for like mispronouncing an expression. It reminded me of the original time that you were mispronouncing a word for years. <laughs> and finally I just go, Abby, it was because Abby will always go, well, granted, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so finally I was, but she would, she never said granted. She said granite. And so finally one day I was like, Abby, spell that word you just said. <laughs> and I was like, G-R. <laughs> <laughs> I like hate that I'm the expression slash grammar police. It's like so embarrassing, but like, I can't hide it. Don't worry, Abby. I am the same way. And yeah, <laughs> she has decided to do a podcast with me. So it's fine. That was, I, I remember distinctly that we were in the airport one time and we were talking about hot water and Abby was like, oh, and I was going to get scolded. And you were like, spell that <laughs> again, again, you did the same thing. And you're like, it's scalded. We were I like, know. no, I'm the, why are you, why are you honestly, I would have, I literally probably would have said the same thing today. I didn't learn my lesson. I would have said scalded. <laughs> yeah. Scal- scalded with an A. Oh, school. Oh, weird. Like when you get yelled at, I exactly. Yeah. See, like, geez, I don't know why anybody's friends with me. Um, but you know who are friends? Bobby and Finn. Bobby and Finn. Uh, Yes, it's true. Tell us about Bobby and then Uh, tell us about their friendship. She's great. Well, Bobby's a special girl. I love her so much, but she is like weird around strangers and weird around dogs she's weird around a lot of things um but so it took a couple times for finn and bob to get going but then they got going and they are like good friends now who (laughs) tell tell the story tell the story about finn and your leg oh my god oh my god (laughs) yeah wait was this my birthday dinner in raleigh it must have been yeah i think so Dude, this is so funny. Oh my God. This is so funny. No, I think you and Pat just like stopped by after you got yeah. like, you or something. Yeah. And we brought Finn over to hang out with Bobby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You walked Finn over, hang out with Bobby. Finn is still like the cutest little puppy. He's probably a couple what, months old. Months? Yeah. Two or three months old. And he was just like frolicking around the white rug that I have in my living room. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I have a wet paper towel on my shin. <laughs> Great reference to the wet paper towel. <laughs> no, but it actually like felt like just like a wet paper towel on your shin. And I was like, what? Like, did someone drop something? And lo and behold, yeah. then had, had dropped, dropped a poop <laughs> on your leg. On my shin. Like <laughs> on my leg. Like not even like my foot or my toe, like close to my knee. Oh, I, like, I don't know why the placement was like, 
kills me. But yeah, that was so funny. And then Sam was like mortified. I would be too. But... I, I mean, I know I, but I was also just like, yeah, like he did it. <laughs> There's no <laughs> denying it. I also remember the time we were all hanging out, having pizza and it was when Bobby was, was it when, was this Bobby who did this was a little skirmish still skittish. And she like jumped on the table yeah. and like sprinted across the room and just like used the table as like a yeah, like a, like a, yeah, and then like hit the pizza out of Aaron's yeah. hand. Yeah. We yeah, were and like, the pizza like fell on the white rug. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I, I hopefully threw that rug out. Yeah. Um. After speaking of uh spin, spin Finn and Bobby, <laughs> whoever they are. Um. Remember when I was like, oh, this would be a fun idea. I'll put them both on my bed because my bed had like the same little texture as them. <laughs> And then you guys left and then I went to go to bed and there was pee in my bed. I was like that, my mistake, apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were yeah. like, Halen, sorry, but honestly, that's like a you problem. Like, well, I thought it was cute. They were like, they were like licking each other. And I was like, oh, this is so, this is so cute. And then they left and I was like, what the hell? Hey, you're like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. It smells like pee in my bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We hate tough we hate those dogs. Um, just kidding. I'm kidding. They they're so cute. So adorable. They um, are. They're so cute. Little is Finn, little Finn, baby. Well, I actually, Sam. I don't know if you know, but um, is Finn 75% poodle or 50? I don't know. I I I could probably check. I thought 50, but everybody's always like, "Is he a poodle?" So maybe he's more poodly. Oh. He's cute. No. Just a little muffin. So cute. The only other thing, Scrubbers, we have been together for so long because we went to UCLA together and I just wanted to bring up about that one time. I want to see if you know what I'm talking about. There's way too much to pick from. That one time that we... <laughs> yeah, it was beer- like one time. <laughs> that one time that we were beer pong champs and we just ran the table for like eight games. Yeah. Wasn't it like at a... Yeah. We were just playing like frat boys and just running beer pong. Yeah, that was. And then one of like, we took one of the cutest pictures ever. I know it's still, it's actually so cute. I would like probably still post it today. Yeah. That was a really fun night. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much else about the night. I just remember really just running the the <laughs> beer pong table. I don't know why I said that either. Cause I don't other than, yeah, beer pong, just, but yeah, I exactly. did like. I don't know. We would just like ball out at beer pong. Um, do you also remember the time in, well, yeah, uh, we did a power hour. <laughs> when I, I do remember that. That was one of them. Also the most fun times I had at UCLA. We have like the best memories from UCLA. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, what is your guys's favorite memory together at UCLA? Probably winning the national championship. Um, <laughs> But like, fu- like outside of soccer, th- I mean, geez, we just like every day was like something crazy or silly. So I feel like we had like a lot of, I don't know, silly moments. Like yeah. I'll, I'll always remember you guys surprising me for my, me and Madison for our birthday. Oh yeah. And, and we went to the, the Dodgers Giants game. Mm-hmm. That, that was so was, fun. Like, that was just so like cute and nice of you guys and yeah we had a blast I know that was so fun that's like such a good memory good good recall there um going back to power hour did you have fun doing it at the olympics abby do you remember being in charge of the power hour playlist yeah yes would you say you had was it an a plus effort a b a c like how was the playlist how was your ability to do it yeah, I'm giving me two thumbs up. I thought it was great. Sam's giving me two thumbs up. Listen, I know we I technically did. had two power hours and the same mix twice. Just want to let you guys that's know. What I was that's how say. you know. That's how you know it was good. <laughs> yep, that's what I was gonna say. I was a re- repeat offender, but you know what? It was so good that I was like, Let's "Here we go it. again. Bring it back." <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Well, UCLA days aside, Bobby and Finn days aside, Abby, soccer wise, you just joined the dash. 
what have been like some of the pros and some of the challenges about like joining the team after the Olympics and like what's different about Houston and what are you enjoying? That was 11 questions. So see if you can remember them all. Yeah. Wow. That was, <laughs> that was a lot, but um, easy breezy. Yeah, I am like so happy and thankful that I was able to, or like that I'm able to play for the dash and be on the dash. Um, the girls honestly made it really easy. The coaching staff did too. I think like, I wouldn't say con, but a really hard part about coming in after the Olympics was that, you know, there's already what half more than half the season done. And I'm just trying to, you know, pick up, um, terms and, you know, the ideas of how we want to play and principles and whatnot. So I think that was like a really hard part, um, about joining the, the team. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I think I'm just glad to be back in the league, um, getting challenged, you know, game in game out. And I feel like each league and team or league, each team and game brings just like a different um, problem that you have or different problems that you have to solve. So I think I'm just like always getting better. Um, it's really hot in Houston. Um, so <laughs> that is something that stinks, but, um, it's actually like 75 today. So no complaints, but so nice. get outside sister. Nice yeah. dude. Yeah. What's um, it um, it must be so nice too. like being how far away is it from Austin where Aaron is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it's like a little over two hours. So, um, I'm able to see Aaron on pretty much like off days. Um, and he was able to come and see me play live, which he wasn't able to do, um, for a while. So, you know, that part of it was great. And then I know I said the girls were awesome on the dash, but it's just is a testament to, you know, um, the team that they're so welcoming and the girls, you know, played against each other for a long time, but they were just so nice about helping me with everything and telling me like what to do because I probably looked lost out there, but yeah, no, it, it was like, good. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's, it's obviously like, uh, like we loved playing with you on the cards for so long. So it's like, sad to see you on a different team and like you and I have been together for so long but I'm so happy that um it's like working out for you it's it's so great and obviously just rooting for you wherever you are I know it is it's so weird to see you um on a different team but it's okay yeah it's like weird to see myself on a different team I we've been together for so long like for the flash and the courage what was it like six years yeah yeah this this is our seventh year in the league so yeah yeah so, yeah, I mean, I think it's obviously changes hard, but it's inevitable sometimes. So I know like going to different teams, not only is like physically challenging because it's like a different system, it's a different style of play, all that stuff, but I'm sure it's been mentally, um, challenging as well. Um, what are like some things that you do for like self-care or are there any behaviors that you've had to like change or try to work on, um, to help with that or just like in your career in general? Yeah, that's a really good question. I feel like I first off think that it's really cool. Like nowadays, I think mental health is kind of like at the forefront and and at like the peak of, you know, people talking about it and kind of make it like normalizing it in a way, because I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know why it wasn't normalized before, but maybe people were, you know, seen as like weak or like crazy or don't have things together. But, um, so with that being said, I've always had a therapist for like, as long as I can remember, like ever since I was really little, I just was always such a worrier. Um, and so I think that, you know, first and foremost, like me talking to someone, uh, like helps me a lot because I know, that I'll always, you know, have, have something to work on mentally. So, um, you know, that's something that's huge for me, um, is, is talking to a therapist. I also have been journaling a lot, um, and making that a habit, like every morning. Um, I have the mad happy journal actually. And it's like 
great because it like gives you prompts and like we'll be like I'm physically this emotionally this like um I don't know I forget the other two but and then you can like fill out on like a scale of like one to ten or whatever um like how you're feeling that day and and just it's cool because you can like notice trends or patterns or whatever and then they'll give you like a space on the other side um just like to write whatever you want to write so I've been making that a habit and then I've been meditating morning and night before I um, get up and like go to bed. And I feel like it just kind of sets my day. Well, like, Mm -hmm. right. Um, Just so I'm, I work on that mindfulness before like it's too late and I go down like a catastrophic, you know, worry about this and that. And the other thing that I know about myself now is that like, I'm not going to change, you know, how I operate. I'm always going to worry. I'm always going to care what people think. And I'm trying to care less about what people think, but, and it can be like seen as hopefully a good thing that I care a lot. And, um, in that sense, but yeah, so that was like a long answer, but I feel like I have a couple solid, like foundational things that I do that I think help me. That was like such a great answer, Abby. I think what stuck out to me the most is like that reminder that meditation brings you to like be present. And Mm -hmm. I think I struggle with that a lot too. I worry. I I'm like, that's why I'm such a planner is because I think if I can control how everything looks and what my day is supposed to look like, that nothing will go wrong. Obviously it does. And I find myself like like this week, for example, Pat's been working a lot. So I'll be like, Oh, I haven't gotten to see it. I have any time with Pat. And then I like get an hour or a half an hour before he leaves for work. And I want to be like present in that. And I want to like, maybe we can take the dog for a walk or go get a coffee and it's quick. But instead of like answering emails or running around the house in those 30 minutes or an hour that we have, like, I need to just be there then. And it's, I don't know why that's so hard to just be in the moment, but it's so rewarding when you remind yourself, like, oh my God, nothing's wrong. There's nowhere I need to be. I can just do this now. I think that's like really hard, but when you do it, it's like so impactful. Yeah. Is there any, um, like apps that you use or do you like, what do you do? Like, how do you meditate? I use the calm app and Mm -hmm. I don't like in particular, I mean, I'll, I'll find, they have like so many prompts and, um, certain meditations length. You can have a female or a male, like speak or whatever. So, um, I like the calm app. Um, I've also used headspace before. Um, Sam, do you have a meditation or Lynn, do you guys have a meditation app or I use headspace. Um, I've had times where I like do it every day. I am not doing it every day right now. Uh, but maybe this is just the reminder I needed to get back into a good routine. Yeah. I I've tried meditating with a app. Um, and I'll like close my eyes and then after a minute will go by and I'll open one eye and be like, is it done? But <laughs> I like but, do that too. Like, I'm not saying I'm like this, like 30 no, meditator. But. No, what I was going to say though, is that, um, I've learned that like meditation, like you have to start really small because you have to train yourself to be able to get up to like a longer period of time. Cause it is hard to stay present. I don't know why. Um, I think it's part of like human nature to just like we got to do this. We got to do this. Um, and like how society is, but what I've also learned, like for me, I don't know if this counts as meditation, but like anytime I'm outside or I'm just like with friends, I have like a good ability to just like put my phone down. And like, that's how I try to like meditate. So like being alone, like living alone and not having Marley here, it's like been really hard. I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do? Yeah. So you find that mindfulness, like being social. Yeah. Cause that's kind of what takes you into that. Like, okay, I'm here now I'm present. I'm with my friends and I'm just going to like, enjoy that. Yeah. Cause what I love I, that. Yeah. Or I'll be texting them if anything else. So I like love just like being with friends and like talking. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, I don't know. I like my alone time, but I think sometimes you, you yeah. can just like get in a rut of like just being alone. And then like, you can kind of get sad like for no yeah. reason because you're just like alone so like I think it's a good thing to like intentionally put yourself 
with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think social time like does that for me too. It like could get me out of a rut or just like, it's a good reminder to be present. The other thing I do sometimes, and I feel like this is like cheat meditating, but like, I'll just set a timer on my phone for like 10 or 15 minutes. And then I just like get to lay there with my eyes closed. And like, it's, I think when I try, when I'm meditating to like a prompt, sometimes I like, because they're prompting me, I'll just obviously start thinking about other things. Cause I'm just like, mm. oh, I'm going to just run through my list. And then sometimes when I'm just like, just take a nap for 15 minutes. I just like, actually, I don't yeah. ever fall asleep, but I just chill and I just give myself 15 minutes. So I close my eyes. So I love doing that. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I did today? I went to acupuncture for the first time Ooh. and yeah, it was actually really nice. I will do anything to try to get rid of my sciatica. So I was like, I'm going to try this, but it was like actually really nice because after they put all the needles in, you're kind of forced to not move. And for, she was like, okay, I'll come back in 15, 20 minutes. And it was like the most relaxing time I've had in a very long time because I was forced to take my 15, 20 minute nap. Yeah. With needles shoved in my body. <laughs> Wait, um, Lynn, did, did she put on like white noise? There anything? was, there was noise. Yeah. It was like music, um, like relaxing music, but it was like such a euphoric feeling. I love that for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I love that. Yeah. I want to get like, I've gone to acupuncture a couple times like this year, but like a couple, but if you go consistently, I feel like it's so good for you. Um, yeah. I mean, she put a needle in my belly button. I said, sure, whatever. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know, spleen or something. She like, said, she said I had a lot of stress. No, it was like right next to my bed, but, but she said, I could tell you are holding a lot of stress. And I said, well, sister, you are correct. <laughs> um, something else that you said that I think is important to go over is, um, you said you like care what people think about you and you're trying to do it less but I also think that's a bit of human nature of caring what people think. Cause, cause I think humans love to be in like society and um, like you have to fit in to be a part of the society. But I know that for myself and Sam, I think I can speak for you too. Like social media is such a, I think positive in the sense that like it helps us boost our careers, but negative because you can just see everything that people say. So like, yeah. Do you think that like that has had a huge effect on you? Cause I know it has on me in, yeah. at times. No, I think it totally has. I think like, I- I'm sure everyone, I, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm focused obviously on myself, but I feel like I get like mean things said to me like often, which I'm sure, I mean, you guys have, I don't know if you guys have eat too, but I feel like it's just like consistent. And people are just so mean on the internet. And I'm like, if you don't have anything like nice to say, just don't say anything. But then I also feel like I like give myself, I I care about, I care so much about what people think that if people are like being nice, then I'm like, oh, okay. Like I do look, you know, good in this picture or or this is a good picture. Mm. So I give, So like you believe you, because you like want to believe the good ones, then you are more like apt to believe the bad ones. Cause you're like, this is like valid information coming in. Yeah. And it's like giving so much credit to just like what people are, random people are saying. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's hard. Have you done anything to like help with that? So like during the Olympics, I like deleted my Twitter and I have yet to download it back onto my phone. And I think it's like so healthy. Yeah. Wait, that's incredible. I, I did delete Twitter for a time. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I think doing that or like setting a timer on like Instagram app or whatever, Sam, I know you did that, right? Didn't you do like a 15 minute a day, which is incredible. Yeah. Well, and I, I followed it actually for a long time. I think I have not been following it lately again. And I also just <laughs> scroll on TikTok now and I'll lose like oh. an hour. Oh. I'm like, Sam, you need to go get a life. Stop doing this. Though. TikTok, I feel like does not count either. It's like the one app. I don't see anything soccer. So please don't start yeah, doing that TikTok. And it's just like fun, yeah. random videos. Yeah, I see that. I think something that I 
thing about with social media a lot is that because I've been afraid of being criticized for things, I think it's just been such a tumultuous time with the pandemic, with like kind of the, the like social and racial reckoning that went on last year that I kept everything so close to my chest and I didn't want to post anything um, for a long time because I didn't know what was appropriate. If I should be sharing that, what if somebody doesn't like that I'm sharing this, is this, is this really like valid information? Is this my opinion? Is this? And so I like shied away from it so much. Hmm. And then I started feeling like that I wasn't even like being myself on there. And I don't even know if that's important. Like, I think this is something I'm still thinking about. Like, is me being, is me giving myself out there, even like doing a podcast, I was nervous. I was like, do I really want to kind of like expose myself like this and put my opinions and my thoughts like out there in the world for people to criticize. And then I was just kind of like, is this all wrapped up in like my soccer career? Like, would I feel this way if I didn't do this job or Mm. would I just be like, kind of like, this is who I am and what I believe in and what I want to do. It's just such an interesting like conundrum of, yeah, I'm making like such a huge scene about social media, but it's like a really interesting thing. It's so true though. Like everything that you're saying. And I also think that like a lot of people are like deal with this. Hopefully. I don't know. Do they? I I mean, I do. I feel like it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think think it's it's a cycle. It's a cycle. So you have a platform that gives you the ability to do the podcast and have a following on Twitter, but then that following criticizes you. And then you're like, well, do I really want to do this anymore? But then you have this platform. So you're like, but I need to, because I need to talk about be myself, but also talk, use the platform. Yeah. So then it's like this cycle. And, of- and I get a lot out of it. Obviously I post sponsored posts. Like I'm not complaining that I have a platform. I'm, I, I make money from my social media and of course I can use the platform for good. Yeah. It's so it's like, who? okay. So like poor Sam, you're struggling with this, but I do feel like we don't really talk about it that much. And it is kind of like a weird identity. How much of yourself do you put out there? Yeah. Yeah. It is true too, because like some, some people are like way more out there than, you know, Mm -hmm. others. And it could be for like, wait, totally different reasons or a lot of different reasons. I don't, I don't know, but I feel like personally, I just like enjoy taking pictures or videos or whatever. And like posting, I don't know, I guess like, it's not like I'm like some photographer, but like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I've been on this big, like Fuji kick again, that app and like, uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's fun. I think it can be like a, a creative outlet. Yeah. That like makes you feel good. And I think that that's great. Yeah. yeah. But also, did you guys see that you could like turn off likes and well comments, of course, but like turn off the likes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They, for a long time, they had like a like when I went to Australia, whatever year that was now, um, when I went there for some reason, my like Instagram had no more likes. Like I didn't touch anything, but they were like doing a trial Mm -hmm. and like seeing how that affects people. Because I think you go on there and you're like, I post this picture. I want to have this many likes because I want people to actually like me, but all this stuff. And so they tried it, but now you can like turn them on and off. Cause I think the consensus was some people like it. Some people don't, Mm. I don't know um, brands want to see how many, yeah, your engagement levels, your engagement levels, but it's, it is an interesting place because like you said, we, we use the social media for like our salary, like money. But then at the same time, you're like, "I, I don't want these people to say mean things about me. I'm just like trying to live my best life. Like, I, I'm sorry if I accidentally didn't score one time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you think yeah. you guys wanted me to score more than I wanted to yeah, score? Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> Whatever you've said to me, I've said it meaner to myself. So like, maybe let's not. Maybe that's how we should just look at it then. It's like, well, people, obviously most fans are so nice and supportive and we love them. But the, the few mean ones that are out there, maybe we should just say, hey, you can't say. be meaner than I am to myself. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I know that's really funny. <laughs> Do you think that that could like ever go away? Like the, the mean person, like in you are like 
voice that's mean to yeah, ourselves like inner voice no it's <laughs> tough I, because no, i think like, like oh it's also like a huge reason like why we are where i'll speak for myself it's a huge hmm. reason why i am where i am is because that voice is like get up go do your workout stop being lazy you have to do this you have to do finish your running you, like it's the the yeah. harsher voice that keeps me going and yeah. the nice voice is like I don't even listen. I don't even know what it would say. You're fine. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think maybe we could, I could say it nicer sometimes, but like, if I was to be nicer then I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I think we could have more like self love. Yeah. I yeah. Do. <laughs> yeah. I just think that like, I obviously have, I don't have the solution yet because if I did, I'd be this really confident superwoman, but <laughs> somehow like not putting our self-worth into social media. So like if it's negative or if it's positive, mm. um, yeah, but some days are better than others. Yeah. yeah for, for me at least. Okay. So let's move on to more personal fun stuff because I think that that was a little heavy. Can you tell us about your wedding story? Because <laughs> we need to move on. And because um, it seemed amazing, but it was really fast. We were like, oh, Abby's engaged. Oh, Abby's married. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, when I like first met Aaron, I was like, oh my gosh, is this like too good to be true? Um, and yeah, I think after we started dating for a while and like really got to know each other, all the stuff, um, we always have wanted just like a courthouse or not like a traditional, you know, me walking down the aisle type of wedding. And, um, I think with COVID and everything, we just were kind of like, you know, there's no, we don't see a difference in like getting engaged and then like waiting a while and getting married and me not knowing, you know, what, like if I was going to England or whatever. So yeah, we had kind of always wanted it that way. And once like we got engaged in December, um, we were like the only people we want are our families and, um, uh, we want to make it, you know, super intimate. And I think bigger weddings sometimes can be for <laughs> other people or like the guests and stuff. So I think, yeah, long story short, we always wanted it that way. And I think it just so happened that our families could come out, you know, the beginning of the, of the year. So we got married January 5th, 2021, which was awesome. Um, I would love maybe in like two or three years to have like a celebratory weekend and maybe Aaron and I can like, Ooh, can we yeah. come? Yeah, of course. Well, wait, uh, so like what even happened? So like you got in, like, I, I kind of know this, but I just, Oh I yeah. Like I'll just like, like explain. Yeah. So we got engaged and then we were like, like, let's, we've always wanted a courthouse. Like, let's just get married. Like, why not? And like, did you know the I, engagement was coming? Yeah, I did. I like, I didn't know when or what, but like once he was like, Oh, let's do like picnic on the beach. I was like, why like, I see right <laughs> through you, mister. Yeah. I was like, why are we doing a picnic on the beach? And he was like, Oh, let's just get like a ball of shit. Like, you know? So I was like, okay. Um, was well, he nervous? My, my friend is just yeah, going to come I feel with like the camera. Both were like nervous. Cause I was nervous. Like, yeah, I was like this. And then he was acting. I don't know. Like, were you bit. like the whole time in your head? Were you like, okay, how am I going to react? What is yeah, going to be my <laughs> It's obviously like such a big moment in like your life. Um, and yeah. I was kind of like, oh my God, like, this is like a milestone in my life, you know, like, mm. oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and so, so, so then, so then, then you we, guys went to the courthouse. Well, yeah. So what two and a half, like weeks? a few weeks later. Yeah. So cool. And, um, his parents came out, um, his brother like wasn't able to get out, but, and then my family, my whole family, mom and my dad and my two brothers. And then we just had like. Uh, both of our families and us a uh, little like reception on the beach and we had like oh. cheese and wine and crackers and stuff so um yeah 
Um, yeah, so it was really fun and, um, it feels like it was just yesterday too. It's like crazy. Um, well, I want to say both you and Sam are both selfish. Um, I want to go to a (laughs) wedding and dance and have a good time. So please have your ceremony. Yeah. I, you have one Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Marley, are you hearing this? Um, we need a wedding. Marley, Marley, (laughs) preferably Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, I think that's exactly where it's going to be. We have talked about that. And yes, you guys are like talking into your mics and I literally put my <laughs> yeah, you're in front of the camera. Why did I do that? Did you notice that? <gasps> we like this. Yeah. <laughs> like that is, that was, that was dumb. That was classic scrabbers. If I've ever seen it. Honestly, that's the, that's the front cover. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there it is. Well, we love uh, Aaron. Um, and we are so happy you get to be closer to him in Houston because that's close to Austin. And now a quick break before we return with more from Abby doll Kemper. Okay. This is my favorite part of the podcast where we pepper each other with random questions. Ready? So- okay. Most recent jewelry obsession. I just bought a body chain. Lit. Yeah. That's like not what we were expecting you to say, but we like not that. Not at all. Abby, what's your favorite thing that Bobby does? Probably just licks my face. Love that. She, I, thought first, she, I thought for a second you were going to go, probably just exists. <laughs> <laughs> that too. And I was like, same. She is a, she's a licker. Okay. We know you're close to your mom. So how many times a week do you talk to your mom or day? Oh gosh. At least once a day. Okay. Seven times a week. Sue. <laughs> um, we also know you love smoothies. What is your go-to smoothie recipe right now? Wow. Uh, whatever the smoothie I had in Cincinnati was my go-to. I don't know. Like it had, I'm trying to remember what was in it, but it had like almond milk, banana dates, Oh yeah. Berries. Like a peanut butter banana type sitch. Oh my gosh. Oh. But you know what? Actually. Oh, the it, one at the juice place. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That was so good. But what I make at home, um, oftentimes is it's so easy. It's oat milk or whatever kind of milk ice, a full banana, like as much spinach as you can fit in the thing and protein powder. And it tastes like a chocolate or like vanilla milkshake yeah it's a great way to hide getting spinach for sure shove the whole bag that's a hack that's what we call a hack that is smoothie (laughs) hack here um what is your favorite u.s city you've traveled to u.s city i would say san francisco but i'm also a little bit biased i do like la i do like la my house Um, i like going to my house is what she said (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't we all, um, what's your favorite national team memory? Probably winning the world cup. Shocker lit. Yeah. I think just like the whole journey of that, like tournament was looking back at it. Incredible. So nervous in the moment though, (laughs) or just like nerve wracking and like anxious filled, but yeah. Um, what's your like staple fascial <laughs> staple fascial idol fascial release <laughs> staple fashion item well I just got myself a new scrunchie Ooh, amazing yeah well scrunchies are in right now I think just a good pair of semi stretchy, but still able to hold their shape. High-waisted jeans, um, is always solid. Mm. Oh, I feel like shoes too, but I don't like shoes as much as Lynn likes shoes. Oh my God. I love shoes. I would say just like a, yeah, good pair of jeans. Oh my God. Shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Shoes. Uh, now, you know, we had to bring back the fan questions. Don't forget. If you want to send us a question, you can submit it to just women sports on Twitter. This is from Claude N. Oh, and it's to Lynn. 
Lynn, would you, I don't know why it's not to all of us. Oh, here, well, you could it. just, you could just do it. I'll to just read it. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn and Adders, would you rather have one meal for the rest of your life or have Sam as your personal chef? Thanks, Claude. <laughs> um, well, I did live with you and you were kind of my personal chef some days. So I, you for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I would pick you over one meal. Okay. I'll take it. I could, um, I could get into that. How much, okay, how much so, are you guys paying? Well, what are you making? That was my next question was like, what's, if you had to make like a dinner for someone really important and you had to really impress them, what would you make? I can make, I like can make sweet potato gnocchi. Mm. I like know that I can make that good. And then I, I could like figure out how to make a sauce. I, <laughs> I love making eggplant parm, but I can't, I like would, it wouldn't be as good if I didn't have Pat to like help. What about okay. focaccia? Oh my God. Focaccia. I could, I can make focaccia. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah. Bread. Bread. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Before this drifts away, can we just talk about that one time in Manchester when Pat was trying to make this sauce and he like was literally pouring like I'm oh, gonna exaggerate but like a day old corona like lukewarm in the pot <laughs> like mixing oh yeah to uh to uh deglaze the pan <laughs> yeah. well you know what else Pat does Mem- Lynn used to hate this when he would a sauce would get so far gone like he, something would be gross in it like the tomatoes would taste bad or like something would just be off in the sauce but he would try to save it so he would dump in like Lynn's honey and like some balsamic and like some vinegar and some sugar. And he'd use up all the kitchen ingredients and we'd get to a point where he had used up stuff and then he would <laughs> dump it out. Cause it was gross. And he was like, I have to start over. And Lynn yeah. would just be like, if you had to start over, why did you use all my honey? <laughs> exactly. I was like, if you're going to use the honey, like make sure it's edible. But like, we knew, we knew at that moment that it was going to go downhill. So it was just like, just start over and it would happen all the time. And I was like, I'm seeing a pattern. Pat is just like a a free spirit in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, I like to think that Sam, you have picked up some of his skills. And so that's why I pick you, but also you're more of like, like a dessert person. So yeah, I think if Pat and I ever had a restaurant together, I would do like, I will, I wouldn't be in the kitchen that much, but I would definitely do like the baking and mm. Pat would do the like cooking, you know? We do know because we speak English. Actually, boom roasted. <laughs> Lynn, you, okay. asked, you asked the next one. Okay. This is a serious question from Kimmy. Um, what's the best way or any habits to stay motivated and keep the love of the game when it gets tough? That's a really good question. I think for me personally, just trying to focus on, I know this sounds maybe cliche, but having fun with my friends at practice and, you know, kind of like I, I spoke about earlier, but surrounding like yourself with your friends, I think, um, can help a lot. Um, having people in, you know, similar shoes as you, and also just being super simple, like with soccer and just, you know, kind of finding the love again and laughing. Yeah. I love that. I love that too. I think that at the end of the day, soccer is a sport. And so it was, we started out loving it. So you just have to always go back to that. And remember, I used to, I love this. So I love that. Abby, thank you so much for being on. That was so much fun. That was such a good conversation. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me. And thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to justwomensports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Sam Lewis. And I'm Lynn Williams. And you've been listening to Snacks. Am I the queen of transitions or what? Okay, self-proclaimed queen of transitions. What are you also the queen of? Tell me now. Queen of dancing. Dancing. Resting. 
Show watching. Show watching. Ordering pants with lightning bolts on the butt. <laughs> Fashion. Uh, Trying to be. Podcasting. Crown you. 